Mike and I are having a good time filling in for Gordon, who's off somewhere uh, on a cruise or some sort of uh, an erotic uh, vacation. Oh, I'm sorry, exotic. exotic. Sorry, exotic. exotic. Sorry about that, Austin. Sorry about that, Austin. <laughs> I like Kristen Kenny. Exotic. It's exotic. <laughs> exotic. Let's just get that out there. Oh, that's so good. I, I think that was intentional, honestly. I think I think Bullet Bullet doesn't make mistakes like that. I think that was fully, fully intentional. Like, oh, oh, that's my mistake. My bad. Pleading innocence. I don't know. I, I just slipped. I. You it, know what? It's a little at all. too convenient to have been on accident. Bowler, come on, Hello. come clean. I'll come that was clean. legit. I, I'll come clean. I did it on <laughs> I knew it. Hate to tell you that, but, you know, you just can't fool the pros like you two. Uh. You know, yeah. You know, Gordon's always out and about, and I just had to throw that in, and I kind of tried to throw in the, oh, my card. I guess I did. I didn't sell it good enough, did I? No, no, you, you know, it was well done by you. I was, I was asking Scotty if, if this boat happens to be the same one Dante Culpepper was on, or, or maybe <laughs> the, the one Rob Gronkowski is currently driving somewhere oh, yeah. in retirement. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Gordon has a way of just kind of sliding out of town without much, uh, with not a lot of fanfare, and you just never know. You know, Scotty, you remember back in the day, all of oh, a sudden, yeah. where, where's Gordo? Uh, he decided to take 10 days off. Like, what? <laughs> what? Yep. <laughs> Welcome to Gordon's Erotic Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's yeah he's hosting that. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah no, it's, oh, you know what? Like, like much like the Rob Gronkowski oh, like man. party cruise. Yeah. Yeah. The Gordon Monson yeah, it's the party Gordon cruise. Monson getaway exactly. erotic cruise. I don't know. Who knows? We, Who we knows? Got the, uh, we got the all you can eat dinner buffet that starts at three thirty. <laughs> bed check at six forty five. I love right. that nobody's safe on on these airwaves. Like nobody. Uh, Nobody, no. Nobody, no, nobody gets away with it. No. By the no, way, Craig I, Bullerjack joining us on the uh, Sprint Special Guest Line. Get $100 off the redesigned Apple Watch 4 with the new line of service. Visit a local Sprint store near you for details. Uh, Bowler, I, I'm not going to lie. There's Everything about Toronto has been surprising. I thought Milwaukee would handle them easily. Uh, I thought Golden State would handle them easily. Maybe it's time we need to show a little respect to the Raptors because I thought game one, I thought they dominated that game, honestly. Yeah, you know, I'm in my office right now. I got my left hand raised. I'm guilty. Uh, you know, I saw, thought this would be uh, what we call a gentleman's uh, sweep of, you know, 4-1 Golden State. Obviously, uh, I, 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 Hans and you guys had a great discussion uh, at the bottom of, of last hour about it. Um, and I agree with you. I, I personally thought the Warriors would come in with a swagger of champions, knowing that this is their fifth consecutive uh, a finals appearance, but they looked intimidated. They did not handle the crowd. The crowd was intense, and you guys bring up the Drake factor. Maybe uh, he has a way of, uh, of getting his message across now with him not in his little area right after the, the commissioner uh, talked to his people ab- about Drake. So that the whole thing was, I guess, maybe they walked into a fire pit. I don't know, the Warriors I'm speaking of, because everything that could go right did. They got out to a 10-point lead in the first half, and then the Warriors, you know, did plow back, and they won the second half. Well, was it 60-59? But that 10-point advantage, you know, at least in, a, in, in this particular night, was difficult to overcome. 
Turnovers, hands, as you mentioned, I thought played a big factor. Draymond wasn't on. Uh, Steph and Clay did their thing. But, you know, you look at uh, what the Toronto Raptors did last night. I'm falling in love with, uh, with Siakam. Uh, if his, if his, if his worth in the league hasn't jumped immensely, I don't know who has, but the guy can play. And he's a, he's a terrific defender and an offensive threat as well. And I thought, uh, he just had a terrific game last night. And, uh, you know, turnovers can probably be fixed if you're the Warriors because they've played, you know, together uh, for such a long time. But, you know what's going to be talked about? Can they win this series without Durant? I thought they could, just because they had done so in the past. I could definitely be wrong, and I'm sure you guys have your thoughts about mm-hmm. that too. So, just in continuing talk with the environment, Bowler, I, I look at this as the perfect storm for a fan base. Perfect storm. 20-some-odd years in existence and never been to the finals, and here you are with an opportunity to win it. Um, you've got a, a free agent that is is a must-stay that everybody is pleading with and trying to show their support for. You've got a superstar artist that is the, the I don't know, whatever, whatever he is, the global representative of the team or whatever. You've got a, a coaching change, and, and everybody's trying to show the support to the coaching change that has now got you past the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, it's the perfect storm for a fan base. I want jazz players to just put their, themselves in those shoes. You're try, they're trying to get Kawhi Leonard to stay with the Toronto Raptors. And, Bowler, in your opinion, anything short of a championship for Toronto, does that happen? Well, you know, I don't know what's going on through his mind, but he's got to be impressed with what he has, what he's seen. I mean, I'm not sure if Toronto is going to be his ultimate destination. Um, you know, you keep hearing rumors of the last, even since the, the the trade with with the Spurs hands, is that you know it was it was Clipper bound, L.A. bound. Uh, there's a need, and I've heard rumors. That there's more to Kawhi Leonard than we know. I mean, he's a very quiet individual. Doesn't like the media shies away from the media, doesn't give a lot right when he's doing post-game interviews during the during these playoffs. But yet, you know, you hear some rumors that he was a little more difficult to handle in San Antonio. Shoe deal that he thought would come through didn't. Uh, wasn't on a playoff ticket. That upset him. And those are things I just never even thought of that would disturb or disrupt a, a, a star of his status. But maybe it does. Um Maybe he needs more accolades. Uh, can he find it in Toronto? There's nothing better than a title, right? Uh, and putting another ring on the finger. So um, that's going to be really uh, the the biggest talk throughout this playoffs, uh, or excuse me, this particular series. And hands, I can't read it. You know what? This whole summer is going to be a hard read to see where everyone decides to go. There's some big names in the free agent market, and those who want to be traded, Anthony Davis especially on where they're going to end up. So uh, this is one of the pieces, one of the dominoes that's going to have to fall for everything else to fall into place. And I can't get a read on him. Uh, I don't know what you guys saw last night. He's such a uh, – well, he, he plays with no – he plays with emotion, right, the way he plays, but, but doesn't show you much emotion. Uh, and that's something that's hard to read about him. And I think pretty much everyone else in the league would agree. But all indications are, unless he falls in love with this this uh, this organization, which I can't tell if he has or not, 
Uh, you know, the word is he's L.A. bound with the Clippers, but that could change, right, with a title. That could easily change in the way these, this fan base has embraced him. Almost makes you wonder if Toronto somehow wins this series, if the arms race ramps up a little bit more in the Western Conference with the belief that Golden State's turned the corner, especially if Kevin Durant leads, and they're thinking, hey, look, they just lost an NBA Finals. They're right. there for the taking. Let's move up our timeline a year or two and really go after it right now. Great point, Scotty. And here's the other part of that, too. If they do lose this series, does that change Clay Thompson's mind? Do the Splash Brothers uh, make an exit? Uh, Curry stays, obviously. But Clay's got to be paid, and they have to wonder, look what Houston's done. They, they basically going to have a, what, a, a garage sale. Um, I mean, that is what it looks like. And now you're hearing rumors that uh, Harden and Paul got into it uh, during the playoffs of Game 6 in, in their series. So, you know what? It, it's hard to say. I mean, the Warriors have been the ultimate franchise for, what, now, five to six years. It's been a progress, and uh, they they drafted well. They've added the pieces they needed. They're, they're looking for a trifecta in, in world championships. But you wonder if they they played their cards, and I, now you read too that Iguodala is going to have an MRI and may not be available. Durant's not going to be back, and many of the pro, pro let me see if I can say this right. This is the one word I've always had trouble with: prognosticators. You know those mm-hmm. so-called experts, Hans and Scotty. Mm-hmm. You know they 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 all and a lot of guys, a lot of people picked Toronto, which surprised me. But home court first two games. Uh, in Toronto, it does play a big deal uh, in a, in a seven-game series, and it may play out to be that, too. Uh, I just really thought Golden State would have the swagger. I didn't see much of it last night um, against Toronto. They just couldn't really overcome that crowd, which, and they were they were as intense as any crowd I've, I've seen. Uh, and, you know, we've seen quite a few in our day, right? Oh, yeah. Um, Buller, I want to know, from your perspective, as, as we kind of come up on free agency and, and obviously the the draft process and what the Jazz need and what they're going to go through, name one or two guys that are at the top of your desired list for free agency. Well, you know, there's it's, there's a lot of guards, point guards. It's got to be the right guard, too, hands, as you know, to handle Donovan. Uh, you can't take the ball out of his hands like what Boston had with with Kyrie, as good as he is, he's a ball-dominant guy who has to have his shot. So you're hoping for a playmaker that actually can score and finish. And, again, Ricky Rubio is a, a great individual. I, I, got, I admire him, uh, but I think he also realizes that uh, his time with the Jazz is, is most likely done. Um, you know, Dennis, I think, in the exit interview said, look, you know, we, we like Ricky, and maybe there's a situation that would bring him back. I doubt that's going to happen. So point guard situation would be at your top of your list. You know, Mike Conley comes to mind hand straight up, but look how expensive he is. I believe $64 million is is owed him at 32. He's been off injured. I think he would play well with Donovan, but also I can, I'm concerned that I pigeonhole myself in a financial bind and the fact I'm not sure if he can go the full, you know, give me 75 games. Uh, I'd be happy with that if you miss seven. Uh, you know, 77 would be ideal. Uh, you know, there, there, there's Drew Holiday that intrigues me um, as a guy that can play defense and also has range. Uh, Rozier with Boston intrigues me just because he played backup 
to Kyrie, but also when Kyrie was out, I thought he played really well and ran the show well in Boston. He's not happy, and I think Danny Ainge and the Celtics may be looking to make some deals. Uh, so those are a couple names. Tobias Harris comes into play, I think, because the Jazz had interest prior to the trade deadline. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to be settled in and if he's going to move on, but that's another rental, right, just like uh, like Kawhi. So uh, there's options. There's options. And I think the biggest key for me, Hans and Scotty, is the change of general manager as Dennis moved up into the vice presidency role. And um, they make a change. Uh, Justin Zanuck who I've got a lot of respect for and know, but he may be more of an aggressive uh, general manager. And maybe the Jazz are in that mode now where they have to make bold moves. Uh, It's going to be done still by committee, in my opinion, but uh, Z, as we call him, Zanuck, is a a guy that's well-tuned, in-tuned with agents because he was an agent. And so that may bode well to get the ear of an agent who get the ear of a player and then recruiting process at Donovan, Rudy, and even what I think the, the respect that the players have for, uh, for Coach Q all come into play here. So I, I think the moves were made to see maybe a more aggressive approach this summer. I, I could be totally wrong, and we're going to find out uh, soon enough. Draft night's coming up, what, on the 20th? Man, that's amazing. We're heading into June tomorrow. So, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not too far off until we get some answers. But, you know, you know Hans, there's, a, there's, there's names that are intriguing. But, of course, as you know, the Jazz throughout their history have always tried to play it safe in the sense of financial, uh, uh, going out on a limb financially. Uh, the Millers have said, as we've talked about before, if this helps the team get to the next level, then they could maybe see themselves stretching over the, the salary cap. And maybe this is the summer they do that. But again, I think it's got to be the right combination uh, in this jazz DNA, as Dennis made so famously known over the last you know couple of years. you got to have something special to play for this team. And I don't think they just make a splash just for the sake of it. They've got to do it to make sure it's long-lasting and it fits with Donovan and it fits with Gobert. Um, and now I think that's that's kind of the equation we're looking at right now. Hey, by the way, uh, again, congratulations to your colleague Kristen Kenny. Uh, you know, you and you and Harpering have been doing that for a long time, and uh, for her to come in the mix, uh, what you know, two years ago, and uh, have that kind of success right out of the gate. Congratulations to her. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah she had a luncheon, uh, thirty women to watch uh, in in Utah, and she was one of those thirty. She's a entrepreneur. I say that right? I can't say that one either. Yeah, uh, sure. But she's got Peak 45. She's a part owner of, uh, uh, like she said, Pilates or something on steroids. I, I don't think I'd last hands. You you can make it. Scotty and I would struggle, I think, uh, in a 45-minute session. Um, but she she uh, she works hard. Uh, she's fun to be around. And I, I said this yesterday on the big show uh, when she was on. You know, it, it takes time. And hands, you probably understand this as well as anybody you jumped on radio and you know it's a transition period right i mean it's oh yeah you try to put your you know expertise in multiple sports and and, you know she's making her jump into the nba but also the jazz which have which has a long history and it takes time 
uh, to get up to speed on where the Jazz have been and where they're going, and plus the rest of the NBA. But I, I'm proud of her. She's she's worked hard. By by the by the look of that picture that was posted, I think Castro was holding that trophy more than she was. Yeah, uh, how I, about I don't know that? What that was a... Yeah, Jeremy uh, was proud of holding that uh, that that, uh, that plaque. I think Kristen was trying to take it away from him, but uh, like, hey, no, Castro made the plaque. hire. You know, Jeremy Jeremy, uh, vice president of broadcasting, he made the hire and had his uh, had his eye on her talent several years prior. And then when the time was right, this she just finished her third year, and so. Uh, she's definitely now, we call her a veteran uh, of the NBA. It takes time, but I just, hey. I just want to know who the plaque home, went home with. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a good question. <laughs> In Jeremy's office. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm going to go ahead and hold on to this for you. Yeah, I'll take this. It's good yeah. stuff. Hey, Buller, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Hey, is hometown news coming up? It's yep. coming up. Yep, we'll do it at about uh, about 30 minutes from right now. Okay, I'll be in my car, so I'll, I'll be tuning in and uh, uh, make sure it's uh, entertaining as always. I got, well, it's entertaining, but I'm going to tell you, there's something sobering that's going on in Weezer right oh. now. Oh, well, really? I, and I got yeah, and I got a guy who uh, just a little too anxious uh, to to get to his weapon in in oh, uh, no. in Twin Falls. Oh, no. Wow, yeah, a little bit. Wow. It, it's a good one. There's a couple of teases for you, Bowler. That's there you good go. tease. Way to go! You guys have learned the tease, uh, the tease effect. Uh, yeah, I'll be watching. Yeah. I'll be listening. We do our best, Bowler. You're the man. Thanks so much. Thanks, Bowler. All right, see you soon. Take care.